0: Welcome to Capes and Critiques, where we give our two cents about comic book characters and pop culture.
1: This issue, we'll discuss how Billy Batson has suave, heroics, action, zaps, agility, and moxie in DC's latest film, Shazam. Yeah, I remember Disney movies, because I had them on VHS. I don't know what happened in Pocahontas, never mind. (laughs) Pocahontas (laughs) 2? Oh,
0: Pocahontas 2? The bitch goes to England with that other guy that wasn't John.
1: But
0: who but whose name is also John? John rolf instead of John Smith.
1: Brown haired John.
0: Brown haired John. Let's call it's him brown haired John.
1: <laughs> you know who else has brown hair? Billy Batson.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Woohoo. So talking about movies and our memory of movies, we're gonna be reviewing <laughs> Shazam <are> today.
1: <laughs> memorable cinema.
0: Memorable cinema. You know what? Shazam is definitely a memorable cinema. I hope I'll ask you in like two months.
1: <laughs> if is you still it remember cinema? it, yes, yes. There is one scene I will not forget.
0: Okay, we hope.
1: No, I think they did a very good job, and I'm gonna be concerned about this for all eternity. <laughs> I think it's gonna be one of those things that you like dream up in like a decade, and you're like, where did this come from? <laughs> so,
0: oh whoa.
1: Yeah, the Shazam hits it places it shouldn't have hit, but it hit it.
0: So. so. Today we're gonna be reviewing the movie Shazam that just came out.
1: So I think I think interestingly enough, Shazam came out of like left field in terms of films for DC. DC EU, worlds of DC, whatever you wanna call it. I think Whatever they wanna call it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, at least for me when it was first announced, I was like, Whoa, they're gonna do a Shazam, especially with everything that was coming out at the time. I was very surprised that they were. going to Yeah, Shazam I was around. also
0: very excited because Shazam is a complete like left turn from what they have been doing. Like Aquaman also, what kind of separated itself from the DC's like nitty gritty, like dark kind of atmosphere that they were kind of building with BVS and then Justice League and just their universe in general. So I was very happy to see Shazam because I was very excited for them to go in a new direction because I haven't really been enjoying their films.
1: Yeah I also think you can only have so many of like the same types of movies. Yeah. And I think overall Shazam is an interesting like origin story and it surprisingly enough is a really old DC character even though I don't think he gets a lot of attention or a lot of clout even in continuity and through comics. So I think it was really positive and like even in other forms of media like Justice League Action, Shazam, and Billy Batson, are yeah, kind of like, like you see characters. him, yeah, you
0: see him like speckled throughout a lot of like uh, DC's extended universe and their animated features. He's he was he's part of the new Justice League and like their animated franchise. Like you said, he was in Justice League Action. Like he appears from time to time. We understand that he's pretty important and he's an ally of the Justice League. We know all these things, but. A lot of the time, I don't see him often. So yeah, for yeah. H- them to pick Shazam, it was it was interesting.
1: And no one really like when you think detective comic like when you think dc when you think comics and um, superheroes shazam isn't a household name everyone's gonna think <laughs> superman everyone's gonna think like wonder woman batman so i think this is a really good reintroduction to society as a whole <laughs> like because yeah. shazam could really use it which like you mentioned with aquaman too like i think with those two films dc was really going in a route not only like reintroduction but hey this could be more family oriented yeah and more, like fun
0: it was an interesting rebranding for like Aquaman just in popular media. And also for Shazam, I've had to explain to more people what Shazam is than I than I have for any other hero movie. Like when people ask, "Oh, what are you going to do?" I'm like, "Oh, I'm really excited to see Shazam on the weekend or whatever." And they're like, "Shazam, what's that?" So Shazam. wow. Oh my, one of my coworkers said, "Isn't that a, Isn't that a
1: dish towel?" <laughs> I was like, you know what? I was like, no. Yes. The dish towel does have (laughs) the strength of Hercules.
0: So, to get back on track, Shazam is not a dish towel. Contrary to popular belief, y'all. The
1: household wonder is ShamWow. We're here to reintroduce a new wonder.
0: So, Shazam is Billy Batson. He is a kid, a tiny 14-year-old. And he gets powers from this ancient being that is like the holder of magic and protector of basically the universe from, he protects the universe from the seven deadly sins. And by saying Shazam, Billy inherited the wizard's powers and can turn into... Zachary Levi, basically. Yes. <laughs> A big, bulky man. Super strong. <laughs> because, you, ones, yeah, things?
1: like he turns into Shazam, because...
0: I <laughs> do <No>, remember this. <laughs> you <laughs> have right okay. And he, turns, he unlocks the wizard's powers to d- defeat the seven deadly sins with the wisdom of Solomon, the strength of Hercules, the stamina of Atlas, the power of Zeus, the courage of Achilles, and the speed of Mercury. Which all stand for Shazam. So he has the power of the gods on his side to defeat seven deadly sins. And so by saying Shazam, he turns into that character. Now, originally Shazam is named Captain Marvel. And Confusingly
1: enough, if you thought comics were like weird continuity-wise, <laughs> wait until you get into legal battles. It's yes, like, what happened? For, the, for
0: the name Captain Marvel. <laughs> So originally um Captain Marvel was a property by Wiz Comics and then Wiz Comics sold the character to DC Comics. He was still Captain Marvel for a while until actual Marvel, right?
1: Yeah, here's the thing though. Like Captain Marvel there, there was constant lawsuits. Like my yeah, said yeah, there yeah. was constant lawsuits to try to get the rights for Marvel to have Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel and take it away from DC. So, but the the rights in- initially were kept with DC. As long as they kept on publishing a Captain Marvel run series, miniseries, something. And then, lo and behold, there's a lapse in publication for a Captain Marvel Shazam, right? A Captain Marvel Billy Batson for DC. So Marvel comes in and swoops and is able to take the title and use it for their own Captain Marvel runs. And like in their own Captain Marvel character, and so like there's this entire legality behind it, which I don't fully understand. I don't think I ever really want to fully understand, but there has this, there's something to do with how often now Marvel needs to publish Captain Marvel stuff, to so keep that they're the able rights. to keep yeah. that right because like it. It's, like, a free domain, and if they don't continue to publish it, DC can take it back. I don't see the point in taking it back now, other than spite, and it'd be hilarious. Yeah, it <laughs> would
0: 100% just be spite, because everybody has come to recognize him as Shazam, and yeah. we're, like, okay with that.
1: We're in the age of, like, technology and social media, we're to the point where that would be pretty big in, like, the itty-bitty comic community, especially yeah. with Captain Marvel having her own film. So Correct. I don't know if any new legality was put into place, but that's the funny, like, Backstory on like why he was Captain Marvel, and some people are gonna be like, "Oh, you mean Captain Marvel?" Yes, but no, because it's different now. He's gotten an upgrade.
0: Yes, he's not Shazam, and also like the whole Marvel thing was to avoid any lawsuits because it's technically not Captain Marvel. It's Captain Marvel with a dash. So and the
1: joke was, uh, yeah. <laughs> Interpreted it, yeah, so. So, like, there's, <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, like, the Captain Marvel thing was, like, a whole thing. And I also just really found it funny when, like, the Shazam movie and the Captain Marvel movie were actually coming out around the same time. I was like, oh, two Captain Marvel movies.
1: You think that's what hit it off when they knew that they were in public, they were, like, in the works for Captain Marvel film? They're like, guys, we need to bring out Shazam. <laughs> like, th- Like, someone just brought it up as a joke, and they're like, you know what? Yeah. Great yeah. idea. I know <laughs> the, I know idea. the perfect man. <laughs> <laughs> Zachary Levi at home not even knowing that he's about to go on a diet and extensive workout regimen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but dad. it turned out great, guys. It turned out great. So, with that little backstory on like the legality of Shazam, what Shazam is, who Shazam is.
1: He's a badass. He's so powerful with the mind of a 14-year-old
0: boy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, like I think Zachary Levi described it in a really fun way, so it's basically big like the movie Big with Tom Hanks, but a superhero. So it's just a kid in an adult's body who has all this power and isn't really sure what to do with it. So that's pretty much what the the film goes through, like, him. And Billy Batson is in the foster care system. So he gets placed with a new family, and that's when he eventually gets his powers because he, like, helps his brother. And then the wizard's like, hey, I'm, like, out of options. You seem like a good kid. Here, have all the power in the universe. <laughs> have all the magic in the universe to stop all these horrible things are happening and he's like okay <laughs> although at first in at the fr- film he yeah. like
1: um no next number like uh, can I go home now yeah. can I like I go back to where i was poor, poor kid i feel yeah. like yeah but i i think overall that kind of representation because in the film it was the wizard trying to find someone who is pure of heart, and then just ran out of time. As we all do, he procrastinated in finding the perfect option, and now he's like, oh no, my deadline's passed, so I need to have someone in there. And he was like, he'll do. He'll do. But I think it was really interesting because like it was juxtaposed with the main villain being like yes i'm pure of heart when the villain was given the opportunity to maybe get the powers of of shazam and like all the magic in the universe he was like yes i'm ready versus like billy being like no i'm not so like was that could billy actually have been pure like the pure of heart if like the tests were yeah even put into place because that juxtaposition puts into place like maybe him not even wanting it could have
0: could have been yeah part of being worthy yeah
1: so was he already worthy enough to pass all the tests or was it a self-fulfilling prophecy in the film by being told you're worthy that you act in a way that is worthy worthy of your powers (laughs) yeah so being like told that you're great you're gonna succeed or was he already there who knows We'll never know. Yeah, but but it all turns
0: out good for him in the end. So yeah,
1: it's honestly just like giving a fifteen-year-old a fake ID. Honestly,
0: (laughs) too much power. (laughs) Yeah, like
1: honestly, or like a fresh like hall monitor or something like that. Think (laughs) like in high school, thinking that they can rule everything. (laughs) Just they're given a little too much power and they run wild, which I think was done in a hilarious manner in the film, giving a child the abilities. Of a superhero and the guise of a man because yeah. like he could do both he could like blend into our world and then also like compete at a superhero level because I feel like some other powers you cannot <laughs> blend into society except for the suit he can't not have the suit
0: yeah that's so a that's, that's a the tiny caveat yeah. like you can wear something on top of the suit but you're gonna look ridiculous. <laughs>
1: Mainly because Zachary Levi looks borderline ridiculous in the suit oh, already. Yeah. Like, those muscles...
0: Yeah. Borderline excessive. Like, he, he worked hard for muscles, and then they patted him. So <laughs> imagine, guys. Imagine. He's a little beefcake walking around.
1: Yes. And thankfully, the neck does not match. But you can tell there's something... <laughs> there's something off about this. The, like, yeah.
0: This
1: they, Adonis walking. Yeah. And it's not
0: like... Obviously, in the comics, he's most super, most male superheroes and female superheroes are drawn to ridiculous proportions. So, I mean, if that was their aim, they did that. Yes. And he, he still looked good, but it was just like, well, we know that that's not all real.
1: <laughs> Zachary Levi is going to not listen to this, but if he does, he's going to be like, it was all real. It was all real. <laughs> but I think it is an amazing portrayal of, like, a child character, given, like these adult roles and like this kind of like these consequences and these ultimatums that our adult heroes are given, but just in the guise of Shazam, because Shazam is the adult. Zachary Levi is the adult, but it's Billy Batson thinking. It's Billy Batson being on his feet with no training other than another kid, his foster brother. Like being like, um, let's try some stuff now. And like if you've seen any of the trailers, you've seen that they do like superhero like ability test to figure out what he's got because there was there was zero training yeah
0: it was just kind of like here are my powers small child and then the wizard dies
1: yeah and was, you're like okay it wasn't even like <laughs> there's no years of training there was like no. a couple months there was no like dying message there was no scroll yeah there
0: was no no, no guide whatsoever other than this little child now has powers. <laughs> yeah. Go out into the world and save it. And he's like, I don't even know what I'm fighting. Like, he didn't even know.
1: No, He just thought he was able to get beer that he hated. That,
0: he- <laughs> that was hilarious.
1: I think it's a very, I think the humor in the film the, yeah, the was, hum- was to the era relevant to children as well as like palatable to adults.
0: Yeah. Oh, definitely. Like the humor was on point, I think. Um. Like, again, for what it would be like for a kid to be an adult and be able to do adult things for the first time like everybody wants to buy beer when they're young because they want to try like you want to do all these things you want to impress girls boys whoever like that are quote-unquote out of your league because you're too young like it's just it's like they got it on point what it would be like for a kid to be an adult and like it was it was so good
1: yeah I honestly think it was hilarious i also think that a lot of films really try to like put in like meme culture and i think shazam did it in a timely manner by selecting things that have withstood more than a couple weeks on instagram (laughs) (laughs) like the floss like i still think that's hilarious I still think the floss is hilarious. Was like, it always uh, a Fortnite dance? Well or did it come from
0: somewhere before? There it was
1: a Fortnite? is Fortnite popularized. Yeah, it's
0: the floss. <clears> yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, and all its dances. Free game for children, which makes sense that these foster kids <laughs> play or are aware of Fortnite because you literally speak to any child and they know what, what Fortnite, Fortnite is. is. Yeah, like
0: again, and it was it's very on point with that kind of thing, with being very um
1: current. Yeah, it's it's a very much something that is still talked about. Yeah, like, <laughs> amongst the children,
0: <laughs> the children,
1: yes, all of them collectively. <laughs> yeah, so those are like some of the top notch things about Shazam. Like not only Billy Batson, but you know, like the reintroduction of Shazam as a character in DC's franchise, as well as like how well it kind of hits a lot of age groups. I think. Although I know for for some and maybe a lot of people the PG13 rating might be questionable. The PG13 as in, rating. Even more.
0: Yeah, the PG13 rating was was pushing it, girl. Like I didn't expect it to be, but it was. Like the villain pushed it. With most of like the scenes that he's in, I didn't expect it to go as far as it did. And I understand it's kind of DC keeping that kind of dark theme even within like how light the movie was when you were with Billy. Obviously, you're with kids. It's not going to be all dark and gloomy. But the villain himself, I was like, oh, wow. Like, I didn't expect some of the scenes to be as intense as they were. Not that, that it was, like, horrible or, like, um, but yeah, it was no, just no something. Blood. No blood, no, no, nothing, nothing like that. But, ask. like, it's just it was a little further than I thought that they were going to do for, a a like, a movie about a kid.
1: Yeah, no, I can definitely see that. Uh, so I think it just depends, because again, um, you, I forget what it's like, not to not like not to know something. So like, if this was your first introduction to to murder and mayhem and destruction, maybe it was a little too much for some for some audiences. And like, let's be real, I think parents are trying to have their children watch superhero movies regardless of like the age that's put there, PG thirteen. So there are definitely Parents taking their children who are under thirteen years of age to watch the film, and that's just. I mean, people took sense. their
0: kids to watch Deadpool. Yeah. So like it wasn't. It's not a big deal in that sense. But if you are yeah. a parent expecting something else, because the trailers don't make it seem like they they no, push yeah. that boundary at all. So if you were a parent and you went and the and the first scene was about the bad guy and it wasn't what you expected, I feel like you'd be a little turned off to it or a, bit, a little bit just confused. I yeah, think. Yeah, and but part. I think
1: overall that's something that um, these movies usually need to should, like, take into consideration, like, what their audience should be. Yeah, you have, like, the older audience, and you have the audience that is very, like, built into comics, but you're making these films to be relatable to... Everyone, like, yeah. Like, everyday people, so... For, like, they obviously, this is, like, my little tangent of, like, people, like, companies not listening to people. Like, there's no way that I didn't get any sort of, like, minuscule, like, backlash when they did any sort of, like, testing and stuff like that. And they ran it through people. Like, it had to have come up. But whatever. <laughs> whatever. whatever. They They're did always what they inaccuracies in DC's movies. Like, just the other day, I was watching Aquaman. And the freaking... Great white there. Like, it just every time I look at that, I'm like, why is there a great white in this movie? Like, I don't understand. In the fish tank, like, they never live. I don't understand. <laughs> like, you literally only had to Google great white to captivity, and everyone's gonna tell you they're gonna die in two days. But it's fine, DC just do a little more market research in all
0: your films yeah yeah they're the only shark that cannot be in (laughs) captivity they've tried to put great whites in captivity captivity and they've always died like they're literally the only it's because they wanted to use a great white shark because that's big and intimidating like i get it i get it but it's like bitch no aquarium has ever successfully held a great white shark so
1: i think there's something in terms of either dc's Checking in with the market, (laughs) checking in with like facts. (laughs) When it comes to that stuff, because I feel like that's the natural response, which again is the natural response to your immediate scene in a film being a little gruesome and even like the palette of the scenes being dark and gray. I think immediately like a lot of people would have been like, Hmm. Cause like think about it. We went, in a gr- we went in a group of five and I was the only person that did not immediately be like, Oh, like that was questionable. Yeah. Like <laughs> out of five, four out of five people thought it was questionable. Yeah. That the film started that way. Yeah. Cause again,
0: it's not what was really advertised in the trailers. Like there, the trailers gave no sense about this, like what it was going to be when it concerned the villain. We we had like a trailer with a split second of the villain. Everything else was about bill- Billy.
1: Yeah, I had no idea who the villain was going in. No idea. <laughs> I was like, Black Adam? <laughs> like, <laughs> like the Rock? Are you here? <laughs> like, no idea. But like, aside from like itty bitty qualms and just like, I think the commentary that we're even putting into this podcast, I know that we both overall really enjoyed the film. Correct. And it was a fun experience. Um, my bladder aside, because apparently I am too old for a two hour film. Like apparently.
0: <laughs> R I P us at Endgame <laughs> three hours.
1: Yeah. Although the for Endgame the Rooster brothers were like, um, in the test screenings nobody got up to go to the bathroom. And I'm like, Okay, that's cool. <laughs> cool. <laughs> that's great for them.
0: <laughs> like. So I think we've babbled enough. Um, in our spoiler-free description of what we thought of the movie, so as you can see, it resounding, we both really liked it. So you should go check it out for sure.
1: Take everyone you know. You don't need to know anything about any other character. You don't. To watch you don't.
0: This. You don't need to know anything mm-hmm. about Doctor Savannah, who's the main villain. You don't need to know about Shazam, even like just go enjoy the movie. You'll have a blast. Promise. Yeah,
1: it's well explained is well-contained, whether DC is true to what they say about it being a standalone film or if it's introduced um, to something else, it gets a sequel, like, whatever it is, I think still Shazam is a good standalone film if it's your introduction to watching superhero movies. If you want to take a, like, a child who's okay with, like, stuff happening in the
0: beginning. (laughs) With a little bit of violence.
1: (laughs) Yeah, like, I think it's it's an amazing introduction, like, you don't have to go and Google, like, and research what this film is going to be about at all i think it does a really good job of introducing it yeah so. and
0: being self-contained and explaining it yeah so well. holla at it like get yeah, it up at sure. your
1: box office like <laughs> buy it i don't when it comes out on T you'll just wait three months that's all it takes you now <laughs> <laughs> but now we can get into the fun super spoiler stuff because let's be real everything has kind of been a spoiler but you're listening to a podcast called shazam and if you haven't seen the movie like you knew it was gonna happen
0: yeah so. you knew we were gonna get here so we, we did save you we gave you some time To reflect on your actions if you haven't watched this movie. So now we're going to get to the nitty-gritty. So we're going to stop with the vague stuff. So the stuff about the questionable opening scene... Was that you see his dad in a pool of his own blood. Like, I was fine with, with, like, it starting with Dr. Savannah and, like, all this stuff. And explaining him, giving him a backstory. And that's cool. And that's fine because he's one of Shazam's main villains. So I was like, okay, we're doing Savannah. Cool. But seeing the dad gurgling in a pool of his own blood, telling him that, like, he sucks. I was like, oh, whoa. That was a lot. Like, if they had just ended in the accident. I don't know.
1: So I completely misinterpreted what everybody found wrong about the opening scene. What did you think we thought, <laughs> I thought wrong about the had to offense? do with the seven deadly sins and then it got super dark and I'm talking to him in his head. I don't like. Oh, I no. Fa- but I found, again, four out of five people thought it was a problem. I was the one fit that was like, I mean, the head biting later might have been
0: the Okay, way. the head biting later was... <laughs> because the
1: seven deadly sins come out and like... If you know anything about comics, if you don't, like, Seven Deadly Sins.
0: We know what they are, yeah.
1: Yeah, if you watch Metal Alchemist. (laughs) (laughs) Through the main villain, the Seven Deadly Sins are coming into our realm, into our plane. And there's a scene (laughs) where they they come out and they play. (laughs) And the way they play is not fun.
0: Yeah, with Doctor, Sa- with basically Doctor, like everyone that Doctor Savannah wants to get revenge on for ever calling him weak or not worthy or whatever, he uses the seven deadly sins to basically kill them, dismember them, you know, do their thing, and like you said, head biting, biting off someone's head, um, like that was that was a lot. But for me, it was just mostly the the dad gurgling in his own blood.
1: And really quick, before we keep on going into it, we have not given um. An in-film description on the main villain who he was given an opportunity to prove his worthiness to the wizard on whether or not he had he was pure of heart and he had he was the right champion to take on the powers and like claim Shazam as as his own. And then that's the opening scene where he's able to kind of face the wizard. He fails because he becomes the villain. <laughs> he knew that. So don't tell me that's a spoiler. <laughs> Um,
0: <laughs> We're in the spoiler portion, so we can spoil.
1: <laughs> and so then he, this, um, the villain spends the rest of his life kind of trying to piece together what he experienced. Was it a lucid dream? No, it felt too real. And he just researches, researches it for the like his into, entire like, his life late 40s, yeah it looks like and then he's able to um catch stories from other people across the world because the wizard again is still looking for people as we mentioned so he gets to billy and he's run out of time it's been like 30 years and so then the villain ends up getting enough information to open the door into the realm of the wizard and take the the eye
0: the little ball of power basically. Yeah, the that- ball of
1: power that is like the opposite of Shazam, which is like the negative stuff which is able to embody the seven deadly sins and bring them into our world. And then that's where as Michael has mentioned, he wreaks havoc on the people who were mean to him
0: correct Maybe and I mean not the daddy. yeah I'm like not that his dad and brother were good people in any sense of the word oh, like they, they were horrible but like
1: <laughs> I think that you have to do a lot worse than just that like what what the dad and the brother did to be thrown out of a building yeah and, get, and to be chomped
0: on by greed <laughs> Oh no, 100%. But that's why I was like, it's not like they were good people, but like, in, this wasn't the way to go about it. So, all
1: of this was the first quarter of the film, definitely. And like, that's where it's like questionable for
0: sure. Yeah, but like pushing that PG 13 for real. Because I'm sure some parents are going to yeah. complain about it for sure.
1: So actually, that is a complaint of mine of the film. I felt like the exposition was slow compared to a lot of other superhero films that I have been accustomed to seeing. So I don't know if it's because this is an origin film that I have not seen before in a long time. Like, it's been a long time since I've seen a film that's a true origin story that does not contain or bounce off of anything else. I think the last one would would have been Captain America The First Avenger. Yeah, That did not bounce around and it's like only one person. And again, this is like mixing franchises in my brain. but So I think that's for, why for me it was slow. But it definitely does not have the pacing of in the beginning of a lot of other superhero films.
0: Yeah, I felt like some of the Dr. Savannah stuff was a little weak as far as exposition went. Because we did get, obviously with the beginning, we got a sense of who he was, his motivations. But in general, I didn't really get as much of a sense of him as perhaps I would have liked to get. To be kind of, I, I guess, like just understand him more instead of just being some spoiled brat trying to take revenge on people, you know? But I didn't mind the Billy exposition being slower because I think it was still entertaining. Again, a kid having fun with his power. So I didn't mind his kind of slow buildup. And actually, this film kind of broke one of my biggest requirements in a superhero movie. I require at least three to four fight scenes. This movie only had maybe three, two, two major ones, I would say.
1: Yeah, I think the one with the villain. And then it was an extremely elongated Get it. Yeah, fight so scene at the end, which yeah. you could interpret as two... Separate Yeah, yeah, for sure. But it's just kind
0: of like that all happened at the end, right? Like throughout the movie, we didn't like Marvel and so many other things have accustomed us to multiple fight scenes throughout a film rather than a major, major one only at the end. Yeah. And like things like that. But I didn't mind that at all. I didn't think it was boring or anything. And usually that that kind of like turns me off in a lot of ways because I really love fight choreography. But for this movie, for Shazam, I didn't mind it at all because I liked the exposition. I liked him being a kid. I liked seeing him. Just do kid things as Shazam. So, but yeah, for me think it was just he
1: was scary, <laughs> like the villain. Yeah, yeah I didn't. Did I didn't come either. off as like scary. I didn't at either. All.
0: That's why I think that they didn't do as well of a job as they could have in fleshing him out. Because again, he was just or kind maybe, of like
1: maybe we weren't supposed to find him scary. Maybe because the maybe. entire time, villain I mean, was gonna crush him.
0: <laughs> I mean, in the comics, I've never found Doctor Savannah scary. Yeah,
1: I think it's harder in comics to find a character scary. That's true. Like to find it like. Terrifying versus in a film like where you can see it, you can hear it, and like I think you can take those images home more in a sense in long term, something that you're like visualizing. That's true, um, yeah.
0: But in that, again, I think that he was a little weak, but again, I I think overall the film was really good, so like it's easy to overlook. Intro villains, yeah, usually
1: pretty, yeah, that's true. Comic wise, they're usually pretty weak, so I think in that sense, it probably stayed true to That's
0: true. I I think Savannah, Savannah is his first and most longest running villain, so.
1: So, but overall, I think he had good motivations, though. Oh, no, I he did. He good, I think, yeah, yeah so I think we got a sense of we If we get past the fact that, oh, he's not too scary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, Even though he he's a guy
0: with the seven deadly sins in yeah, his eye. <laughs> he's
1: definitely intelligent. He definitely has resources, and he definitely kind of, like, satisfies a lot of, like, evil villain yeah no definitely. He, I mean, he has the qualities
0: yeah. he's definitely qualified
1: to be a villain yeah, I but i like, just whatever like, whatever like stanley tucci look alike <laughs> whatever he did look like stanley Tucci in the middle of the movie i had to look up <laughs> who was guy. i like swore that was stanley tucci <laughs> i am sorry mr mark i think that's your name <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah so what are your favorite scenes from the film yes guys we're getting directly into film scenes
0: Oh, my gosh. I have so many. (laughs)
1: You have to start using your toes to count them. I don't want to hear it. Uh,
0: Okay. That's not okay. I'm just trying not to start at the end because obviously the, (laughs) the end scene really stands out to me. But I guess throughout the movie, I just I really, really enjoyed the little montage of them trying to figure out what his powers were. Yeah. that's that's such a good scene them doing all the youtube videos and him giving him all the stupid names because they can't decide for a name for freddie giving him all the names the since they couldn't decide on yeah, it like freddie
1: being one of his foster brothers
0: yes that was the when he set the box on fire
1: that is <laughs> one of my favorite scenes like, honestly, like, that is, like, top, one of the top two favorites. <laughs> like, in the middle of the, like, testing to see what powers he's going to have, they're trying to test Whether dimension he can hopping or whatever. Teleporting. Yeah, teleporting if he can get from one box to another so they fully close up a box. And then he shows up a piece of paper of, <laughs> of surprise fire, fire immunity. Yeah, fire and immunity. he sets the entire box on fire. <laughs> and that is the type of, like... Um, stupid kid humor yes like. the type of understanding that children do not think of consequences they think of like immediate gratification it's like i need to know this i'm not at the t- developmental stage where i need to understand that this can hurt my friend just yet and so he's like yeah. trying to figure it out and then he's like well you have fire me <laughs> yeah. but freddie what if he didn't <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad he found out. He did. What if he 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 didn't? Yeah,
0: like exactly like the the scene in um. Should be the face. Yes, the scene in the in the i guess in the convenience store, store when they were going to get beer and then it got robbed and like the the goons the robbers started shooting him and then it's like oh my god you're you're bullet immune but we don't know if this is just a suit and then it's like shoot his face <laughs> yeah shoot me in, me in the, the face, face. <laughs> <laughs> <And>
1: then, <laughs> they, like it's just the fact of them giving them back the guns like to the the robbers so that they're able to like test how far this bullet immunity goes it is insane.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and, and like, that's what makes it so fun cuz again, it's a, like you
1: can't make a kid not fun. Definitely. For me, like that's one of like the top like humor components that this film had. It was just I think it was relatable and it, at multiple age ranges cuz I think and I hope like kids are enjoying that kind of humor, but like young adults are, maybe parents are. I'm not a parent, so I speak for the young adult demographic. <laughs> um, we enjoyed it. All of us enjoyed it. All yes, our, our every, every young adult who saw that film enjoyed the humor.
0: Our little squad enjoyed it. So we're just taking that statistic and saying that everybody. Five out of five enjoyed it.
1: Um, that's better than a lot of, like, you know, FDA tests. So five out of five.
0: Approved. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess your favorite scene, and my favorite scene, apparently. Well, yeah. one of our favorite scenes. The same. Yeah, I mean, it's hard it's okay. not to enjoy that.
1: Yeah. So you can go into the rest of your favorite scenes. Okay.
0: Well, before I do that, I do want to say that I do enjoy that Billy is a foster kid. I enjoy that diversity in film and like his seeing his struggle to find his real mom. His well, his uh, sorry, his biological mom, and just seeing him go from door to door and just trying to find her and his journey and like how it ends up at the end, like with disappointment. And then he realizes that family is not necessarily biological, but it's all, it can also be found. And that's what he finds with his foster family, with his foster siblings and all that. And I thought that was really awesome, too.
1: So you're not going to say... Okay, so... Yeah. I am... Guys, I'm so confused. I think I, like... I think I scared her into saying... I <laughs> say think not scare her into saying anything. To not saying... But
0: other than that, I gave three things that I really like. So it was that scene as the family. I know, I th- and now... The real, real <laughs> favorite part of this movie <laughs> is we got the Marvel family. Like, woo. I didn't think we'd get them this movie. Even though, like, I saw obviously aside on the casting, I was like, oh yeah, we have we have everyone. We have Freddie, and then we have Mary, and then Pedro, and Darla. And again, I saw them in the casting, but I didn't think we were gonna get. The Marvel fan, oh, and Eugene, little Eugene, little nerdy Eugene. I didn't think we were gonna get them this movie because I felt it was too soon because this was about Billy, you know. But then we did get them at the end, and I I was just so hype about it. I was like, oh my god, I didn't think I'd get this. I'm so excited to get this, and it was so good. the The Marvel family fight scene and everything was so good. And again, it was kids being superheroes, like that's dope.
1: I think one of my favorite things is Billy's use of his powers in actual combat so the obvious implementation of how he fights in comics by bringing it into the film and kind of like the ingenuity of using shazam as like a key word to aid his his fights like i think that it's like one of the just in comics and everything it's one of the more ingenious things about like the the way billy batson goes even for being an irresponsible quote-unquote irresponsible kid gains the powers by saying Shazam. By saying the word Shazam literally at any point, anywhere, he will turn into Zachary Levi. And then <laughs> at any point while he is Zachary Levi, he needs to say Shazam to turn back into Billy Batson. So it's really interesting how he's able to incorporate that into fight scenes and like make it super cool and like use that crack of lightning, use that that sound as a distraction. Um, although he needs to master going to the bathroom. In the suit, yeah, <laughs> He needs to, master, he needs to going- master
0: getting out of the suit. Yeah. <laughs> while he's- I'm
1: not even fully sure he can get yeah. <laughs> out of the suit. I'm not sure the champion can leave that suit. <laughs> There's
0: no way. I agree. I think they integrated that really well. And again, comic book elements, obviously, without being exact, and that's fine. But I just like how they implemented everything and used it to their advantage. I think more films should do that. Use what actually already exists in the comics to your advantage, even if it's not exact, even if it's not the same exact story, whatever. But, like, use those elements. They're they're there for a reason, you it's know? It's
1: a cliche for a reason. Do not reinvent yeah. <laughs> the wheel. It is there. Like, there is decades spanning on not only, like, information for characters, but you could even do preliminary research on how it was received by people on like did people enjoy that did people like was that run popular did it make money was there a lot of backlash for it like you could literally see how these characters that have existed in a print medium have survived over time and you can take the positive aspects obviously include include the real tones that make them relatable but hello, like, all the research is done for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for decades. Like, the, obviously, you still need to do, like, the art of, like, the scripts and, like, you know, the, the stage performance and all of that. But a lot of the foundation exists. It's just pulling it.
0: Yeah, like, make that completely 100% your inspiration. I get it. I get movies wanting to make an old story their own. I get it. I get it. the re- the retelling, the wanting to give it a new spin. I completely understand that. But as long as you stay true to that character and the world that surrounds them, how they fight, how they take on certain obstacles, as long as you keep that, I think you're solid. I don't I don't really care if you do a different story. I don't really care if you go off the rails. Like, just stay true to that character is and you're, you're solid, you know? And I think Shazam did that, so kudos to them.
1: I mean, and making your own, like, quote-unquote, like, mark- on a film can be done in different ways like people correct. are not gonna forget when something is brought to life in a way that is relatable which is um, also an homage to its original content correct I it doesn't mean, have to be think, exact
0: but we have to recognize it i think it.
1: The, the the two most recent examples for that would be wonder woman and deadpool I think they both yeah. pulled from very realistic aspects, but went their own way as well. And overall directing, screenplay, like casting, people were like, we're happy. Yeah. And like, I hope Shazam gets a similar reception. Me because too. Because I think it really, it's a little rushed. <laughs> it is a little rushed. It is, yeah. In my opinion, in terms of how quickly the plot, the the conflict is resolved in the film and the introduction of the Marvel family for me through like a new spin of like whoa 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 where's the other information whoa 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 yeah 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 like which is good and bad because it's like oh I want to take for more like I can't wait to see more of this but at the same time it left me wanting more of development for Billy on his own because yes they're they're the Marvel family but Billy Batson still takes a very like prominent role in in relation to other heroes like in relation to like the justice league in relation to like how shazam as a character is incorporated into continuity so i really wish that there was a lot more develop development with him as a solo hero and then aiding the marvel family so i feel but right now they're all growing together because i think billy had his powers for like a week and a half. Correct. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> else got powers. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, um, that, I think that's my only thing. And it's not because I don't want to see them. I just wish I saw more of Billy on his own for a little bit.
0: Yeah. No, I feel you. That's why I didn't think we'd get the Marvel family this movie because I, I thought it was definitely going to be all about Billy. Yeah. And I was, I was okay with that. Like, the Marvel family was a nice touch, but I do agree that it would have been nice to see B- Billy develop a little more. Yeah, I but also... It, I, and, again, I hope this movie really succeeds so that we get Am 2.
1: Yeah, I just don't want a storyline of, like, Billy being like, can I do it on my own? Yeah. Like, because his first real fight, he got his butt busted. Yeah. And then... Yeah, Billy
0: has not learned to really fight.
1: And then, in the second in the second major fight, he was getting his butt kicked again until the Marvel family comes in and they're all able to, to like, go in. So, like, that's the, like... But again, I'm jumping to conclusions. <laughs> so all in all, I think the the film was great, and unfortunately, I think it's it would still stand on its own if it doesn't get a sequel. Thinking, yeah, like, is I, I
0: think the- it's definitely solid. I, I I hope for one. Yeah. But if we don't, I feel like it, it's nice. and It's contained.
1: Yeah, like it's the t- there aren't right. too many loose ties. Like you have a lot of questions. You don't have a lot of questions, um, like you have a lot of hopes for more. Like yeah, you said, and we all want a second one, so there's more development, um, and like maybe DC's lying and they are going to cross over some stuff
0: because I, mean, I think
1: I think Billy needs to. I think no, I'm lying. Freddie needs to meet Batman. Freddie needs to meet Batman and Superman.
0: Oh my god, met Superman okay he, oh, yeah, At the end he of the did, he technically, he, met, did. He, he technically did. he technically but met he needs to meet batman he needs to meet the league yes he needs to meet the Freddy league in general needs like <laughs> uh, he, he wears superhero shirts out th- throughout the entire movie you all we all know that he's obsessed with heroes like <laughs> it would be so nice for him like to meet them <laughs> that's <laughs> like it, that's that that need be amazing some crossover. and i feel though with the very very last like the the extra end scene whatever um when we got mr mind that's a league villain that's not a singular person villain like that's a league villain so i don't know where dc is going because they said that nothing is going to be connected anymore but why give us that end scene if it didn't imply that at least some team ups were going to be in the future to include whatever is happening between savannah and mr mind right now
1: yeah unless the marvel family takes them down on their own
0: i mean but there's since a lot we're invo- talking
1: about end credit scenes and we vaguely touched upon superman tell me how shady that ending was so there was a scene in the middle of the film where freddie again, the foster brother makes this big deal that shazam's his friend right the red tornado whatever they they call him a thousand freaking names. yeah i think they're
0: the most the one they call him most is red tornado yeah
1: yeah and so in to the bullies in school he's like oh i know i know the red tornado da, 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 da. like he's gonna come to lunch Billy being Billy, going out in the streets trying to hustle for some money with his superpowers, (laughs) just bails on Freddy because, you know, he still hasn't really, in the film, learned the value of family and accountability, X, Y, and Z. And so then Freddy gets his, his, like, ass basically kicked, whatever, like, no one wants to talk to him. No one really wanted to talk to the poor kid before. They definitely don't want to talk to him now. And so in the end credits, like, towards the end, you see that (laughs) Billy comes through billy comes through billy not comes- only does billy show up as shazam as the red tornado but he brings a friend and the friend is superman although we only see him up to the chest
0: yes we do not see his face so r.i.p henry cavill Shady.
1: <laughs> that was so shady i Super really want to know what like stunt double they use yeah he was just like mm, this, is, this is sensitive mm. but they're paying me <laughs> Yeah, so that was super shady. But and then going into like the credits were so cute. Oh my oh, god! The little the drawings for the yeah. credits, like the way that and that like hand animation was done, it was amazing. It's like a sketchbook. It like reminded me of Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Yes, and yes. Of it was very again diary that wimpy kid. kid feel, like tying it back into like Billy Batson is a child. Shazam is a hero and a champion, but he is controlled by a kid <laughs> like yeah there's, there's no denying that the maturity is not there despite the responsibility being yeah and
0: there. I'm, I'm really glad that the movie never forgot that and yeah. never i never tried to be too serious and it never forgot that at the end of the day billy was a kid and i think that's one of the reasons it was really successful in its interpretation of shazam of billy batson and all that so you know i definitely think mr mind is more Adam's than a sh- <laughs> yeah is more than a shazam fam yeah <laughs> And so whatever DC does plan on doing next, I mean, rumors of that Green Lantern movie 2021 or whatever. Rumors of, like, that new Batman movie. Like, there's so many rumor, rumor, rumors going around. Like, I don't know what they're the, doing like, introducing the Mr. God's Mind. The new Gods that movie. That
1: Ellen has been, like, tacked onto since the release of A Wrinkle in Time. She has been, like, tacked onto that film since... for for months now and obviously there's been I mean in Suicide Squad (laughs) 2 Birds of Prey like there's a lot happening in worlds of DC yeah
0: (laughs) and like to me they seem a little scattered a little lost a little like they yeah. don't know what the fuck they're doing. I think that's
1: why, like, they're trying to retcon the fans. Because <laughs> all of us still call it DCEU. Let's be real. Yeah. Like, um, Because they didn't name it, so we named it ourselves. And it's, like, a nickname. So the nickname is going to stick more than someone's name. And so they're trying to introduce Worlds of DC, right? And yeah, I don't yeah. think it has caught on. It
0: has 100% not caught on. <laughs>
1: Like, I know I'm not catching it, so I don't know if that's what I'm projecting. Yeah, but... I still
0: call it the DCEU. Like, and, that just makes more
1: sense to and me. And I, rem- I remember, like, the slight backlash, because um, people were confused as to why they were doing it. And, like, are they saying worlds of DC to, like, emphasize the fact that it's not one human universe? Like, who knows? Who knows? Because yeah, they had that, and Justice League still came out, so
0: yeah because they keep saying that they're gonna make things step start to make things separate rather than combining the universe like they were kind of doing before just because ben affleck didn't work out like i don't know they're having troubles going for a second justice league there's just so much yeah like, because there's no uh, batman and no superman. yeah and like made there's the entire no... franchise
1: about batman and superman so <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> well, yeah you put all your eggs in a basket and the basket falls apart
0: What do you do? And so that's kind of where they are right now. And so they're saying that they're not going to connect anything, but then they give you Mr. Mind and you're like, you have to connect something with Mr. Mind. Like, I don't know. It just, I don't know what they're doing. I think that they're going to try to do Justice League 2 just with different Batman and Superman.
1: Think that would be fine. I would be fine with that. I mean I'd be i still League miss two, cavill but you but just like... have to pick up where Justice League Two came off of. I don't think it'll impact the story. I don't think so either. And it's a great opportunity to connect new gods movie mm, uh is that what we're I thinking? Don't dc <laughs> like what's gonna come first because if you have another justice league film related to and
0: then when is green where is green lantern gonna fit on all this that all is technically intergalactic stuff like where where do put what do <laughs> it just from what we have on the plate of like what's releasing to the information we have like it, it doesn't like make much sense so if they wanted to keep universes separate okay. that would make gonna, more
1: sense they're just gonna try to one-up Thanos with like Dark Side with the anti-life equation like the
0: a hundred <laughs> percent I don't doubt that whatsoever but how are they gonna set it up like is that all they're gonna give us I don't know I don't think they even know no. what-, <laughs> what they're gonna really be planning over there so
1: but hey, you know what they did know? How to start and end Shazam. Yeah. <laughs> they kept that contained. They're like, this is, I feel like they had a separate team that was like, this is our job. It's not, let Yeah, like <laughs> ignore like, everything else happening. They hear about the Justice League and they're like, let's go to a different room. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like, like ignore
0: you know? <laughs> everything. I mean, there are still elements of Justice, because like Freddie talks about it all the time. Yeah,
1: but I think, yeah, but I think that's could... more of his character, less of trying to combine universes. Oh no, no definitely. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I, I agree. Like I think that they could still do that Without necessarily being in the same universe. The only thing that kind of would imply that is the Superman reveal, because it's that's, that's Superman within that universe. But
1: It was the same suit. Yeah, all but we don't, saying, we don't know. Yeah. If you're going to put them in, like, you know, a different Earth, society, like society too. Yeah, Superman. they could <laughs> He's out there for all of you. There are other Earths if that's what you want to do, but America's not ready for a black Superman. Yeah.
0: So. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, they could have used a different suit if they wanted to really emphasize the difference. They
1: could have given the trunks. (laughs) Guys, I'm a firm, firm believer that you need trunks. You need trunks. I'm sorry, that crotch area needs something. Yeah, and you
0: know what? They're iconic. So everyone, trunks, let's go. Well, everyone who had them. Like, don't put them on people who didn't.
1: (laughs) And let's go, everyone, go out and make Shazam iconic. Like, it's doing really good in terms of, like, those pre-sales and stuff like that with, like, the early showing. But opening weekend, right? When is that? Soon, eventually.
0: It's April 5th. I don't know if this podcast will go up before or after that, but hey.
1: If Shazam is out and you haven't seen it, and you listen to this, like, still go watch it because I think it's a fun experience, and I don't think listening to this is obviously not going to take away from how enjoyable the
0: film yeah, is. Yeah, and it's 100% does not make up for watching it because we, we only highlighted our likes and dislikes. We didn't even talk about, like, the entire movie as, like, yeah, going through the the plot exactly and every no, twist and turn. No, no. No, we
1: touched just upon, like, some stuff, but, like, there's definitely a lot more that goes into a two hour long film other than 50 minutes of gibberish that we spill out But like,
0: oh my god th- we're at 50 minutes
1: of gibberish but, like, but yeah thanks for listening so far <laughs> we have another 50 minutes to go so don't worry <laughs> <laughs> we are here for those who do want a step-by-step on the plot like don't worry please don't no. i'm lying <laughs> <laughs> please uh, stop <laughs> uh, stop it But I definitely hope that Shazam really does make it in terms of marketability, in terms of, like, inclusion in the rest of the franchise, because I think that, like, opens the door for other characters that are not as widely known to, like, people and still be, like, a fun thing to do because I feel like unfortunately that's where for me Marvel has really dropped the ball. They've just tried to pick like very, very popular characters and put them in and kind of like forget about like the little ones that also had a big impact over time because the names are not as recognizable. Yeah. And so I'm hoping that DC sees like, oh, hey, look. And like with the track record that they're having with Birds of Prey, hopefully that's a good film. Like very much hope- hoping that's a good film. As soon as <laughs> Don't Make That Face. Same if they go through with um, Okay, I hope it's gonna just look so bad. <laughs> I don't know, but it's introducing characters Here's- that are not household names. Yeah. So it's, like, I think that's a positive. And then the same with the hopes of a new gods film. Like those are things that are not household names and is kind of like trying to push it in yeah um, i agree so
0: in that same vein, yeah, like i hope that shazam succeeds because it gives them more incentive to pick characters that aren't as well known i mean and like there was rumors of that girl film of a nightwing film people that haven't had movies that would be nice to see on the big screen just to see again a character that we've never seen before um well obviously we've seen but never seen before on the big screen it would be nice so you know high hopes for shazam
1: yeah, high hopes for DC moving forward. Yeah, I think like Aquaman like, DC. like really kind of changed things up in like my perspective after Justice League, and I mean obviously like Wonder Woman did her job. Yeah, <laughs> in in the midst of it all, in the
0: midst of it all, she basically carried that franchise to be something. Yeah, and
1: I, and so I think Aquaman like served its purpose as well, and I think Shazam is serving its purpose, and I hope that the next slate 2019 for DC. It is good is, it is good bigger things. and brighter Yeah we can only hope but go and watch Shazam go and support Billy Batson and, and his go. 20
0: foster brothers and sisters Yeah yeah
1: so let us know what you thought of Shazam. did you already watch it because this podcast is out there in the universe? Are we like really late and it's already on DVD <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god Are we really, like, Is it on DVD? What does your mom and dad think? What does your grandma think? Like tweet us caped critiques. So just send us a tweet, send us a DM, or you can send us an email at capesandcritiques at gmail.com.
0: And we'll see you next issue.